This is special. It's very special. This is extraordinary, at least for us. This is a bonus podcast of Lightning Licks Radio. My name is Dion. I'm a member of Lightning Licks Vinyl Preservation Society. You should know the rest. If you don't, you'll figure it out. I am across a dining room table, a Christmas decorated dining room table with my dear friend, my Sonic Sensei, Jay. Good to be here, Dion. And you got to love the uh, the snowflake tablecloth. And it's like, again, I think the last time we did the podcast, it was one of the hottest days of the summer. So there's something, right. I don't know if it's ironic, but it's pretty funny. It's also the last two times <laughs> we've done this. It's been really hot. Yeah, it has been really hot, <laughs> for sure. So that's cool, right? Yeah. Because that means that summer, though it's fleeting, is here and, and working hard you in know Bay what? City, Michigan. We've got all September, and it's still we have those really warm, weird days with rain in October, too. So it's not over yet, exactly. And the reason we're getting together today is, and this is kind of in real time, the end of September, it's not only the end of summer officially, but it is also every year in Bay City, Michigan, Hell's Half Mile Film and Music Festival, and that's what we're here to talk about today. Yeah, and if you listen to the podcast with any kind of regularity, we have brought it up numerous times. It takes place the last full weekend of uh, September, so this year it's going to be the 21st, the 22nd, 23rd, and 24th? Yeah. Yeah, so we've talked about it before. Um, This is the 17th year, the 17th edition of Hell's Half Mile Film and Music Festival. So cool. Both of us, Dion's still pretty involved. I've been involved deeply and go back and forth, but it isn't always will be near and dear to my heart. Our friend Alan, our friend Don are kind of like the movers and the shakers of this thing. Yep. And I remember back in the day, Alan actually came up with the idea for this festival. And I love that he actually made it happen. Lots of people talk about Crocker, yeah. and lots of people don't do Crocker. Don't do nothing. And Alan did it, and we're in year 17, which is pretty amazing. It should also be noted that there's an army of people that work on this festival every year that don't get the recognition just because there's so many, but there's a lot of hardworking volunteers, and cheers to them. Yeah. The news lately is that Movie Maker Magazine, mm-hmm. which is a huge deal, yeah. has named... Hell's Half Mile Film and Music Festival is one of the 25 coolest film festivals in the world. In the entire world. You can't swing a dead cat without hitting a film festival. Right. So <laughs> for that to show up in the top 25 in the world. The world. Yeah, it is in some really serious company. It's amazing. And I'm, I'm really happy for the festival. I'm happy for everyone involved. Me too. That they were finally able to hit that mark because that's pretty important. It's a big deal. It's kind of our responsibility as an award-winning podcast to put a spotlight on an award-winning yeah. music festival. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but their award is a little more prestigious than ours, but it's an award it's very much. Yeah, it's very prestigious. But the whole thing is, is that whole Hell's Half Mile Film and Music Festival is deep in both of yours, my and DNA. We have a lot of connections, a lot of memories. There's yeah. a lot going on here on many different levels. It's probably the best weekend of the year if yep. you live in Bay City you come from Absolutely. out of town come to just come into Bay City if you're not familiar with it it's a great weekend for sure music movies parties everything it's Party. it's just very cool so basically what we're doing with this episode is we're going to give you a sneak peek into the artists that will be joining the music side of the festival yeah. in 2023 because we're all about music and as we always do we're going to produce a mixtape at the end of the episode and we will fill that out on side B 
with bands that are like alumni and we'll put some of their tracks to finish out an actual end of summer mixtape like it's literally ending like it's the last minute of summer and the last thing that you should do this summer is probably show up in Bay City, Michigan and go to Hell's Half Mile. Exactly. And you probably don't know this, but because we didn't say it, this is literally Labor Day. So yeah. although it's not officially the last day of summer in a lot of people's minds, it's the last day of summer. Yeah, the calendar doesn't say it, but no. it's, in our, it's in our minds. Yeah, it's in our hearts, too. It's in our hearts We're as like, as well this too. is the last weekend. For good or for ill. But for us in Bay City, we've got one more. Yep. One more shot of glory. Yeah. So let's get started. We're going to talk about who is coming this year to Hell's Half Mile Music Festival. I'm going to start with the headliners because I'm going to go big or go home, right? Sure. Headlining this year's festival, and that'll be on Saturday, the 23rd of September, is a band that we talked about on Lightning Looks Radio previously, Weekend Friends. That's W-E-A-K-E-N-E-D, Friends. That band fucking rips. Yeah, one of my favorite bands from probably the last couple years or a band out of Portland, Maine. We just did a episode about some of our favorite labels. I came across these guys because they're on Don Giovanni. Yeah. And I just bought it blind because it was on Don Giovanni. And that's awesome. So let's listen to what we talked about the first time. This is from your 2021. They made your top 11 yeah, of 2021. 2021. Yep. So we'll listen to that, listen to that, listen to that, listen to that. Your number seven pick, please. Yes. My number seven is also the second Don Giovanni Records band. The name of the band is called Weekend Friends. Yes. I don't know if it's a plan, Weekend Friends. I don't know if it's like it's W-E-A-K-E-N-E-D, Weekend, right? weekend so Friends. Like they're weekend, but it's the weekend. I don't know if that's from something that i just too old to understand or get or even yeah. know that exists. But uh, they put out a record. This is their second full length. The record's called uh, a Quitter. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're from Portland, Maine. Wow. Uh, so here's the thing. I lived in Portland for a couple years and saw bands all the time. Right. There were bands that came up from Boston or from Canada or from New York or whatever, and they had a lot of major bands. I don't ever remember there being a, a Portland rock yeah. scene. And it's funny, like in the last two years, I found two bands that I love from Portland. A couple years ago, I discovered Lady Lamb, who was right. also from Portland. She rules. And then this trio. So it's uh, Weekend Friends. The name of the record is Quitter. And um, the thing I love about them, too, and I'm not comparing them simply because the bands I'm going to name check also have females in them. They don't sound like these bands. I'm just name checking them for a sonic aesthetic about it. Right. If you liked bands like Magna Pop mm-hmm. or Letters to Cleo yep. or That Dog, it has that 90s guitar sheen to it. It has that 90s indie rock thing going. It, it feels like that. They don't sound like any of those bands. It just has that 90s feel to it. And then uh, Sonia, who is the singer and the guitar player, she just has this incredible, almost like weird voice. She does this quavering yeah. thing, this weird vibrato thing that just yeah. got me instantly. And the, Very the, unique. Yeah, and the record is just full of like super catchy songs with super catchy lyrics, Weekend Friends. And this, the track that I'm going to pick from that is uh, a track called uh, Everything is Better. Everything is Better. Yeah. It's a banger. It is a banger. <laughs> All right. So we are at, at this point, what are we at? What are we at? What are we at? What are we at? And there we go. That's yeah. a little bit about Weekend Friends. Again, appearing live Saturday, September 23rd at the Dunlop Building in Bay City, Michigan. Man, don't miss your chance to see this band live. Yeah, I had been into them for a little while before I actually finally got to see them live. Don, who he's the guy that kind of put most of this music together, and he's also on the film selection committee. Me and him went down to go see a band called Sloth Rust. Yeah. I didn't really know much about them. I was just going down because Weekend Friends opened up for them. That's awesome. I love both bands, but Weekend Friends is just a fun band. 
and you definitely are going to want to be there. They're very cool. Appearing along with Weekend Friends, I'm going to say kind of a co-headliner because this is a big deal for us at Lightning Links Radio, another band that you've talked about yeah. previously. Yep. That's the Kelly Jean Caldwell Band. I could not be any more excited that she agreed to grace our stage with her presence with her band. I'm very excited, and you can go ahead whenever you're ready and cut to the previous conversation that we had about Kelly Jean Caldwell. Let's run it back. Let's run it back. Let's run it back. Some shout out to some local music. Michigan, yes, Michigan local music. We got the best in the world, bud. I cannot disagree with you about that. And the artist that I want to talk about, although it is a band, it's the Kelly Jean Caldwell mm-hmm. band. Yeah. And I want to kind of spotlight her. Her and her husband, John Samansky, they co-own Outer Limits Bar in Hamtramck, right. one of the yeah. suburbs there of Detroit. She also runs a label, Outer Limits, which she releases her own records on. And she's awesome. Uh, her music is definitely via Detroit, but it is, again, some of that kind of cosmic country yeah. that I really, really love. It's it's a kind of a cross between cosmic country. She gets a little jangle poppy, too, which I also am a big fan of. Right. But Detroit style. Yeah. And I discovered her, I can't remember, like my dates, I'm so bad with dates anymore. I've seen the Lemonheads many, many times. I've been down to Lemonheads a lot of times. And I believe this is probably the first show where he was doing It's a Shame About Ray uh-huh. in its entirety. We saw okay. them at the Magic Stick in Detroit and Kelly Jean Caldwell opened up for him. Mm-hmm. And I loved her from the get-go. And at one point when Dondo came out and they were doing It's Shame About Ray, she came out on stage and did Juliana Hatfield's vocal part for my drug buddy, which I don't know, again, like I said, for me it would be like a career highlight. I'm sure, I don't even know if she even remembers it, but it was awesome. And I can't remember whether I bought a CD by her at the time or not. I feel like I must have, but I friended her on Facebook so I could follow her musical career. And then her stuff just never came up on my page. Like I never saw, like I never heard anything about her. And uh, in 2020, she put out a record called Birdie, which she named after her little girl That's named cute. Birdie. And it came out in 2020. That was one of my LPs of the year. It didn't make the top 11 for the Lightning Licks, but it did make my top 20 that year. There you go. I just kind of like refell in love with her like all over again. Like what she does, what her band does is super interesting and it's super cool. And again, it's that cosmic country stuff crossed up with Jangle Pop. Lyrically, she's kind of like... It, like she kind of vacillates between like kind of like almost like this ethereal kind of dreamy imagery cross <laughs> with a lot of her songs are also very like observational in a sense like Craig Finn from Hold Steady like she writes a lot of songs about her friends yeah. like on this record there's a song on there called Party Store which is literally just about one of her favorite party stores nice. she name checks a lot of her friends so I like that the fact that it works on levels like where her friends can hear it it's almost like she kind of creates these like short films or these like short stories with some of these songs and it works on a level too it's very like evocative to me like you can decipher the lyrics any way that you want right. to but it probably obviously means more to her and her yeah. friends who are all involved with what's going on in the song well inside jokes and we talked about this too they sometimes do work yeah. for all of the close fans like we gave the example of the beastie boys they are full of during their career it's all inside jokes yeah half of their lyrics are inside jokes but after you followed them for long enough, you feel like, you know what? I'm in on this. Yeah, and even if you never do, you can put yeah. your own lyrical spin on them, what you think the songs are about. Right. And as far as Birdie goes, a lot of it she wrote with her kids in mind, and there's a song on there called Sids. Yeah. And I was reading an interview with her in the Metro Times, and she was saying that she would have these nightmares about her kids dying in their sleep. So she wrote a song called Sids, which stands for Sudden Infant, Infant Death, Death Syndrome. Syndrome. 
but it's so poppy and it's so jangly and so upbeat <laughs> that you would never, when you listen to it, know what it's about. Yeah. And it's funny because the song that I'm going to use for the mixtape is neither one of those songs. It's no. neither Party Store nor is it Sid. But I like recently went back and picked up her previous album that's called uh, Down River, which is such a Detroit thing, yeah. the whole Down River thing too. Yeah. It's a great record. I love her. She's got a super cool voice. There's a certain shambolicness to like what they do in the studio and stuff. So the record is called Birdie. The artist is called the Kelly Jean Caldwell Band. And the song that I want to use for the mix is a song called Caroline Creature, okay. which is a running theme in there with junkie boyfriends. Again, yeah. which I don't understand. It's evocative and like you can create your own interpretation narrative. and narrative of what the song is about. But obviously it's about something specific, which is cool. Kelly Jean Caldwell is definitely something to dig into for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I love her. Yeah, I, I'm a huge fan too. Yeah, and I'd love to see her live, too. Maybe sometimes we'll start playing out again. I know that she plays at the Outer Limits and stuff. So, yeah. And I must say that The Weekend Friends and Kelly Jean Caldwell, both their last records made my top of the year. Actually, yeah. I think it may have been the same year, 2021, I if I'm so. not mistaken. Yeah. So I'm super jacked to have her here. Like, it's a thrill for me, for sure. And filling out the lineup for Saturday's event at the Dunlop Building in Bay City on September 23rd is a band called Lovers. Now, that is stylized as L-V-R-S in all caps, dropping the vowels like bands often do. <laughs> what did you think it was called? Leavers. <laughs> like, gonna, I'm really liking this band Leavers, They're not going to stay. They're Leavers. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> well, you could go either way. It's not your fault, really. Maybe that's what they're intending to do. They're, they're intending to let the listener use their imagination exactly. with the name of their band. But I was not familiar with them until um, Don said, you need to check them out. And I've been listening to their stuff, and it's again, it's it's right up my alley. They're from Lansing, but they do all of the the reverb guitar, yeah. that kind of Bass Coast, like kind of like psych garage with a little bit of '60s girl group stuff. They're gonna be fun live. The recordings are great, and yeah. I can't wait to pick up their stuff when they're here. Hit that merch table. Hit, Hit that the merch, merch table. table. Yeah, I don't buy all this stuff before they get here because I want to put the money in their pockets. But yeah, man, I'm very excited to see them too. And I have to say, it's pretty cool that Saturday night is pretty female powered. Oh, definitely. It's pretty, and, and actually, the whole weekend is actually when we when we continue to go down and we talk about some of the other bands that are playing yeah. on the other nights, which is cool, which I'm all about, obviously. Right. So this is a band called Lovers. We are going to for the mixtape put a song, safe word. I believe it's their latest single. You describe them very well. This is them more exploring their pop sound, I think, a little bit. I mean, it's really cool. They stay in their lane, but they also... They bring their own thing into it, too. Yeah. I mean, it's not just a cookie-cutter kind of thing. I mean, they bring their own personality and stuff, too. I mean, again, there's nothing's created in a vacuum. I yeah. feel like you build upon stuff that's already out there, and I think they do a great job. You never want to really miss an opener because they might become your new favorite band. Yeah. Lovers could be that band for you. Yep. Show up on Saturday, Bay City, Michigan, Hell's Half Mile, September 23rd. The doors open at 8. The Dunlop Building is a great venue. It's just an old dealership. Big-ass garage, lots of space. Yeah, but we make it uh, we make it feel like home. Yep. I mean, that's the last year we got into that building. We did some rewiring. We hung a bunch of shit, got the disco we ball going. Did. Well, that we did. <laughs> But it's a cool place to see a show, and it's definitely going to be worthwhile. Three bands that are on this bill are incredible, yeah. and we couldn't be more happy that they're going to be sharing their sounds with our community here at Hell's Half Mile. It's Just awesome. static about the whole thing, for sure. Move to talk about a band that is appearing on Friday. There's one band appearing on Friday. 
from Cincinnati, Ohio. They are like a synth band, basically, and they're called Moonbow. Yeah, they have a fun kind of like 80s groove. It's very poppy. It's very catchy. And I know one thing that we always try to avoid at Hell's Half Mile, and I'm sure that's still the case, is bringing people back. We're always about bringing new... But we actually had enough people going, you need to bring the Moonbow back. Like We've had so many people that love them so much that Don's like, you know what? Let's just get them back. Right. And they originally appeared, I think, in 2018. They were kicking off the festival, so they were the Thursday night band back then. Now they're moving to Friday. They are going to be at Michigan Table. Some people call it My Table. M-I. Table. Standing for Michigan. Now that is a... I'm going to say that it's a difficult venue. It's cool. It's a great venue, for sure. But it's very cavernous. So sometimes it would be difficult to pull off, um, say, if you had like a five-piece band or whatever, live instruments. But when you have like synth pop or any electronic music and you can really pump it, you can really let that bass resonate, it sounds awesome. And last year, we had an electronic band in that venue. Two-piece. On Saturday. Damn the witch siren, and damn if they weren't awesome. Yeah, and they sounded great, and I don't expect anything less that Moonbow is going to sound amazing in that venue as well. So on the mixtape, we're going to put a song entitled All Summer from our friends Moonbow from Cincinnati. Cincy. Appearing live at Hell's Half Mile on Friday the 22nd, 10 p.m. is when they start. You can get there a little early. Uh, We'll talk about how to get tickets and all that shit later on. Yep. And so that leaves us with opening night. So we have an opening night film, obviously a pre-party, all that stuff. Mm. Post-opening night film, of course, there's an opening night party. Yeah. And they do that over at Old City Hall. Yep. And uh, this year we have a band, probably one of the most intriguingly named bands that I've heard in a really long time. And again, this is another Don Fine, and it's a band called Karate Guns and Tanning. Now, if that doesn't like make you like wet your appetite or just like tweak your interest, yeah. I don't know what will. No, it's a really cool name. It's a really cool band. They're from Indianapolis, yep. a trio. And when you try to describe them, you can say they're like psych rock. You can say they got a little bit of a riot girl kind of sensibilities about them. But they're really kind of danceable. But there is something about the rhythm section, which you described yeah. as menacing. Yeah, through my ears, too. There's definitely an ethereal vocal. So, again, if you listen to this podcast at all, you know how much I love Dream Pop. You know how much I love Shoegaze. Yeah. There's a little bit of that. But in the bottom end, mm-hmm. with the bass and the drums, there's there's something like kind of unrelentingly dark yeah. in there, too. And it is very dancey. It can, it can be dancey. It has a groove. Mm-hmm. And I'm really curious, and I can't wait to see them like pull this stuff off live because the videos and stuff that I've seen have been pretty great. Yeah, and Old City Hall is a very intimate um, performance space. Yeah. I mean, they're just on a wooden floor. This is a long, narrow building lined by bricks. Typically sounds incredible and you really get to be in the band's face if you want. I mean, you can get front row and you're eye to eye with these artists and I am just really excited to see what they're going to bring to the table. I can't imagine them not kicking ass and I can't imagine people not Holy digging this band for sure. It's gonna be incredible. Yeah, again. Awesome. So, uh, what song are you gonna use from uh, Karate Guns and Tanning for the mix? It's kind of a, like the Riot Girl I was speaking of, kind of like an anthem. It's called uh, Punk Balls, and uh, I think you're gonna love it. I'm super it's excited. On a mix. Yeah, I'm excited to see them. I'm excited to see all of these bands for sure. Mark it off on your calendar right yeah. now in ink. 
ink. If you still use a calendar like me, yeah. not your phone calendar, but a calendar calendar. Calendar calendar. Maybe it has cute puppies on it. Maybe it has cute kitties or muscle cars. I don't know what's on your calendar, yeah. but mark that shit. Yeah, mark it on your calendar. Yep. September 21st. It's yep. opening night, Thursday at Old City Hall. This starts about 9 or 10 or whatever. It's after the opening film. Yep. So depending on how long the opening film runs is depending when these people are going to start, but it's just a party. Yeah, people making their way over, which is only just a couple blocks from the theater itself. So usually the party gets started pretty quickly. So make sure you head out to OCH, which is Old City Hall, on uh, Thursday. Moonbow at Michigan Table on Friday the 22nd. And that'll probably start around 10 p.m. too. And then mm-hmm. please do not miss... No. Our Saturday night, uh, Lovers, Kelly Jean Caldwell, Week and Friends, the Dunlop Building. And that usually starts probably around 9 or 10 o'clock. Too. Sure, so three sure. Bands, I think bands. the doors are at 8. There's yeah. a you know, there's a bar there. You can There's a DJ playing some music. The Lightning Liquors are going to be all about town. All over town. Yeah. Yep. Playing so all if there's a party for shit. Hell's Half Mile, you can bet your ass that Lightning Licks <laughs> Final Preservation Society is spinning the wax. It's going to be a great weekend for sure. So is this, the, is this the point you want to talk about? Yeah, I mean, we can't really make a mixtape without two sides, right? A side A, side B, side one, yeah. side two. So the first it, side will be... This the first what, side will be what sampler. we've talked about, yep. the sampler of what's happening yep. in 2023 at Hell's Half Mile. Side two, we're going to talk a little bit about bands that have appeared in the past or bands that we know specifically because of the relationships that we forged yeah. with artists that came to Hell's Half Miles in previous years. And a majority of these bands are, are now friends of ours. Yeah. And one of the things that can't really, uh, I mean, a little backstory, um, as Jay said, we're both still involved and, you know, to varying degrees, but I started to get involved when our friend Tommy Jenkins, who started the music side of Hell's Half Mile, kind of reeled me in. Okay. So he's having me do things like, get staging stuff and i remember rewiring the masonic temple where we had the first shows i mean doing a lot of things behind the scenes sadly tommy got sick and he passed away it's about a decade ago now i know it's unbelievable to think about that now that doesn't even seem possible but i remember part of my involvement in hell's half mile from that point forward was to preserve his legacy because he's one of the world's best to ever exist and all he really wanted to do at least as far as hell's half mile was concerned was give the people in our community a chance to see bands that they wouldn't otherwise have the chance to see. A lot like how we podcast, we're just trying to yeah. share sounds that you probably haven't heard or wouldn't have the chance to hear. So He was a passionate dude yeah. about music like me, you. He was yeah. a very passionate guy right about on. music. Right on. So after he left us, I had a partner in our friend Cole, and for five or six years we ran that side of the fest, the music side of the fest, and I just I have a lot of good memories from that time. And what I'm going to do here is sort of talk about some of the bands and some of these festival memories, and then we will throw a song from said bands on the mixtape to, you know, set you on your way. Yeah. Right? So Looking back with nostalgia and love. I kind of love it, right? Yeah. So the first band that I want to talk about is a rap group out of Detroit. It's a duo, Pasolacqua. These guys have been involved with the festival numerous times. They've played... You know, I think a Saturday night, they played an after party, and they played various other Hell's Half Mile fundraisers, fundraisers and, things like that, and things of that and whatnot, nature. Yeah. Yep. This is uh, one of the bands that Tommy hipped me to. We saw him in Detroit. This rap band is they're like my favorite rap duo of all time. These guys are cool. We're not particularly close with any of these artists, but we have stayed in contact with them. I know that if I saw them in the street, we could have a conversation. I follow them on all the socials. And I just love that they're living their life and they were 
able to put out the art that they put out and if we were able to expand their fan base to any degree i'm really proud of that because this group rips their songs are not only hilarious but awesome yeah and i don't know get you going and i don't know about uh the gentleman that's not brian but brian yeah. lackner who is part of house lockwist he's still putting out stuff yeah as his, mister yeah as his, on his own so he's he's never stopped doing what he's doing it's awesome yeah and brent smith the other one he goes by blacksmith put out a solo record a few years ago and uh, i haven't heard much of his rapping as of late but i know he's got two uh really cute kids and if I'm not mistaken, I think that he works at least part-time in the Motown Museum in Detroit, which is like Rock the coolest job badass ever. Badass job of all time. If you're a hip-hop head, all these projects that we're talking about are worth digging around for. All right, so that's Mr., that's Blacksmith, that's Pasolacqua. And the song that I'm going to put on a mix is a song that I cannot resist yep. putting on many mixes. It's their song, At the Party. Which I believe is still, to my mind, still like one of the best summer tracks yeah. of all time. The video is hilarious. The video is great. And uh, they sample Bosque's yeah. low down so cool. in like the best way possible. It's a fun song all the way around. Yep. It's a party anthem, but not wanting to be at the party. It's an anti-party anthem. <laughs> but they stay because the of hummus. the hummus. They stay at the party for the hummus. <laughs> Same reason I'm at most parties. Sure, check that Rock. out. It's, all their stuff is good, for sure. Another memory I have of Hell's Half Mile would be our friend Leslie Sisson. Yep. She appeared twice at Hell's Half Mile with two different bands, once as a solo artist, once with another band called Matt Pompier, which we'll talk about a little bit later. But Leslie is awesome. I do have a memory of her that we spoke about on Hell's Half Mile previously, so we're going to run that tape right now. Do it, do it, do it. It's a band uh, named Moving Panoramas, headed by Leslie Sisson. Which we all have like a local connection to her through yeah. the film festival. Yeah, we do. And I have a real quick, real quick uh, Leslie Sisson story, if you want to tell it. I'm going to tell it. So uh, at Hell's Half Mile, I believe you and uh, Tommy were in charge of booking. Um, this I don't remember what year it was, but it was a number of years ago. And I was only involved with the festival to set up the after party. So a band called Matt Pond PA came to town. Yep. She was a guitarist she was, for that yep, band. Yep. We had the after party in the, like, the upstairs of a gallery. And I had to find a... Um, like, you know, a PA and provide the music. Um, I didn't have my decks working at the time, and I didn't have enough vinyl anyway at that time. That was before Electric Kitsch came into town. So I just used my iPod, like, you know, with the wheel and the LCD screen. And I had these jams going, man. I was playing LCD sound system. And um, earlier when I was preparing the playlist, I let the back part of that song sort of play out a little bit and then threw some James Brown samples on it like on the computer because I was hoping to have like this opportunity to rap if there was enough people there you know if it felt right and it did feel right so LCD system like ends in this James Brown loop like you know mixes into it and comes on and I grab the mic and I start rapping and Miss Sisson is right there in front of me and she lets me get like through a verse and I'm hype and she snatches the mic away from me like she was Kanye and I was Taylor Swift and just starts busting into me like it was a battle rap session and then for the next two or three minutes we went back and forth battle rap and oh man it was great yeah she's awesome yeah anyway the the, the album moving panoramas it's into uh it's their second uh album and it's just it's just a great rock it really record. is a great record yeah. this is this is one you're from you own this as well right? yeah i'm a huge Rocka. fan yeah so what song are you going to put on our mixtape the 2019 mixtape from moving panoramas uh, any song on this whole record could make it because they're all that good. Yeah, she's amazing. Uh, but the one that does it for me is a song called ADD Heart. And um, the reason I'm picking it is because in the chorus, there's like they do this weird thing with the chords. Like it's just, I, I wish I was a musician and could explain it, but that would probably be boring <laughs> and anyway. Just know that the chorus really 
hits hard and they do some cool things with their voice and the instruments and everything sounds great. Yeah, and you will enjoy it. You will absolutely love it. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Yeah, so that's, that's she, my story. She, yeah, Leslie's, <laughs> Leslie's awesome. <laughs> she's so awesome. she's a battle rapper, but she's also the front woman of Moving Panoramas. And that song that we're going to put on the mixtape again, ADD Heart, it's just a great rock tune. All of this stuff is worth, again, checking into for sure. And her solo stuff she's is great awesome. as well. It, uh, yeah, for sure. Been in many bands. And she's a sweetheart. She's awesome. Yeah, she's, she's awesome. Great. She's a good human being for sure. Yeah. Leslie wasn't my only crush in my history of Hell's Half Mile. Well, you putting that out there. Musical crush, not like a, <laughs> not like a boyish, you know what I'm saying. I, I, do I? Nah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. Minor Birds, you ever hear of them? Yeah. Laura from the Minor Birds is a beautiful human being. This is one of the favorite acts that Cole booked. It's when I thought we were big time. It was a few years ago, he booked the Minor Birds. And I just, I told a story previously on Lightning Licks Radio of how nervous I was when she appeared live in front of our home audience in Bay City, Michigan. So we're going to run that tape right now. Right now, right now, right now. <laughs> and we had the pleasure of having Laura at a Hell's Half Mile last year. And it was one of the, I usually don't like geek out or fanboy out for anybody that's talent because there's so many things you have to consider. You know, you're running logistics, you're trying to make everybody comfortable, you've got all these fires to put out or you're being prepared to put out fires that haven't even like started flaming up yet. But I was like totally crushing like on the stage as I went to introduce her. I was nervous as shit. <laughs> so pretty. And I tell you what, Jay, she pulled me over before she started playing the keys to open this song and she whispered in my ear we'd really like some vodka sodas in the green room <laughs> and it brought me back down to oh, earth wait. i have a job here That's yeah right. i forgot and, about uh, that and i got her her drinks and she put on a show and what a pro if you ever get a chance to see her on tour please do so pick up her records or stream them or however you get them that's the minor birds and I, I concur I actually really do like that band a lot too and she was very nice when I spoke to her at the merch table which is always appreciated but yeah they're, they're a great band they have like three records out all together yeah like three, three records under lights. the minor birds and I think there's an EP that came out where she like covered some Portishead tracks or something but I, we imagine from what we've gathered that during tour she was going to start writing another record so we should see that in 2020 or perhaps 2021 a new minor birds record and i'm gonna excited. geek out further too if you buy the minor birds stuff and you like it and you like her voice and you like what she does she was also in a band um they released one record uh one of the guys from q and not you okay um they released a record under the name georgie james which is more like indie pop stuff it's yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. much much different than the minor birds stuff sure but if you really like her and you love her voice you should go back and probably try to find that as yeah, well. It's well, it's well worth searching for. Why not? It's a great record. So that's that. And if you notice, Jay mentioned a band, Georgie James, uh, in the end of that snippet there. And you also mentioned Georgie James when we were talking last episode about Saddle Creek Records as one of your favorite bands that were on that label. So I figured in the spirit of discovery, which is how we do things on Lightning Licks Radio, that we would go ahead and put a Georgie James song on the mixtape. Yeah, Georgie James is one of those, uh, they just did the one CD. It's just so poppy and wonderful, and I kind of wish they'd do something again, but I yeah. also kind of dig that they just did that one thing wow. and they're off. Yeah, So great. the song Long Week from Georgie James will make its way into the mixtape. I think it's a great poppy song. The harmonies are impeccable. And it's just a good listen. You should check it out. And it's funny because it's in not indicative of any way of the other stuff that they've done previously. And Either one of them. Way. It's, it's, yeah. it's such an, like, an anomaly 
of what they do, and it's hilarious and great in the best way possible. Right. I mentioned earlier that uh, Leslie Sisson was in a band called Matt Pompier the first time that they came around. That's a great memory for me. That is the first year that I was truly involved anyway behind the scenes with Hell's Half Mile. And it was kind of a bigger named act at the time. I talked about Matt Pond PA in a previous episode. We're going to roll that beautiful bean footage right now. (laughs) (laughs) It's from Matt Pond PA. And this is a band that I first became aware of because they joined us in Bay City, Michigan. They played at Hell's Half Mile Film and Music Festival probably around 2011, 2010, somewhere around there. And they actually had a soundtrack for a film that was screening at the time, too. That's how the connection was made. Right. Right? right, And we've talked in the past about Leslie Sisson, who is an artist that we both appreciate and are a fan of. She was playing guitar with this band at that time. That's yeah. how we got introduced to them. Exactly. So yeah. there is kind of a history there. The band, well, obviously it's Matt Pond himself, but he also has like bandmates, kind of a revolving door, whatever. But he is the main contributor. He's the songwriter, the guitarist, the vocalist. You get it. Matt Pond isn't necessarily taking his foot off the gas. He's still rather prolific and we talked in the past about maybe having an episode like a ride or die type of thing yeah where there's artists that we continue to be fans of no matter what they yeah, put out we always, consume them. just always going to keep buying their stuff yeah. no matter where they go i feel like matt pond pa for me could fit that mold of a ride or die because no matter what he puts out i usually take it in it's a nice listen it's done well it's always professional output and he, you know every year or so every other year he'll put out a project that i really appreciate it so that's uh, what we got there. It's indie rock, It's or you could call it alt-rock, I guess, but that would be Matt Pond, PA. You should also tell them, because this might be a connection that they didn't know that they had, the, the connection that you told me, the soundtrack that they did oh, yeah. for, because that might be a way that they, oh, I remember that. There was a show called The O.C., right? Yeah. And they were putting out a soundtrack of all the songs that were included. Matt Pond, PA, wasn't included in that, and weirdly enough, it was his cover of Champagne Supernova that found its way onto that soundtrack. And that may be probably like the peak of his commercial yeah. appeal was being included on the OC soundtrack. And a connection with Matt Pompey that you might not even know that you had, listener, not you. Yeah. Because I know you already have that connection. So, I mean, that's a good song. It's a good cover version of that song. If you want to check that out, it's pretty nostalgic when you hear it. But it is definitely worth your listen. So that's something else in Matt Pond PA's arsenal that you might want to check out. You might want to check out. So that's Matt Pond, PA. For the mixtape, I'm just going to throw their version of Champagne Supernova because it's the end of summer, and to me, that feels like an end of summer song. Yeah, and it's always fun to connect the movie side of the festival to the music side because much like Damn the Witch Siren, who appeared in the movie Poser that we had last year, Mm -hmm. Matt Pond, PA did the soundtrack, and I can't even remember now what the film was for. That's how we got them. There was kind of a cross thing where we were able to, like, we had this film that they did. It was Lebanon, PA. Oh, oh yeah, Lebanon, PA. So it was kind of cool to be able to bring the two together of movies and music because they had done the soundtrack for that, which yep. is, it's always nice when that works out like that. Right. Yeah. And this year, I don't think there's anything specifically it's like that. It's only happened a handful of times. Yeah. It's, it's hard to get together. We've, there's been other music movies where we've tried to make that happen, and it just wasn't possible. But when it does, it's pretty magical. Yeah, it is. Always. I was speaking about how relationships are one of my favorite things about Hell's Half Mile. I mean, you and I are friends outside of Hell's Half Mile, but it just sort of strengthened our bond. I have that same experience with a lot of our friends with Don, with Alan, so on and so forth. But also new friends can be made with Hell's Half Mile appearances. I'm thinking specifically of more bands that Cole helped book in his years with the Fest, and that would be the bands Hand Grenades and George Morris. 
both have played numerous times in different entities. Like the hand grenades have played like everywhere in House of Mouth. They played on a street, they played on a rooftop, they played yeah. on a stage. Both of those bands have had our back many, many times at oh, the yeah. festival. Yeah, and they always put on a great show. Yep. Uh, George Morris specifically is one of the most beautiful human beings I've ever met in my life. He's always good for a hug if you see him. Yeah. He's just a very kind dude. Cool he was sure. also in a band called The Satin Peaches way back in the mid-2000s when he was just a teenager. There was some buzz growing with this band. I believe that they signed on with the manager that... Was it Oasis's manager? I, I think it was. Tell me stories that I'm not familiar yeah. with. Yeah, and it just didn't end up working out, but there was a little bit of buzz about the Satin Peaches. We were able to get them to reunite for a Hell's Half Mile yeah. a number of years ago, and that is a memory that I'll never forget. It was a great experience. And then speaking of Satin Peaches memories, there was a time where I was like really into a lot of the Detroit bands. Like we'd go down. We were always going down to Detroit shows to yeah. try to always try to find bands to play for the festival. And this is pre-Cole. I would go down with Cole a lot. The three of us would go down to shows all the time down yeah. there, try to get bands scout for the scout bands for the for the festival. But there was a time I was telling uh, Alan, who is the festival director, and our friend Carrie. The Satin Peaches actually played on the west side of Bay City, yeah. and I was super excited to see them. Because I, I, at this point, I didn't know George, I didn't know any of the guys from the band at all, yeah. I just knew that I was a fan. And they played this huge ceiling, it's cavernous, it's this huge venue, and me and Alan and Carrie were the only three people there. You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> no. <laughs> so it was funny when I met George years later, when he started playing at the festival, I remember telling him about that too. And he just thought that was hilarious because that, that was great. They just, again, I love when a band comes out and they play to like three people like they're playing Madison Square Garden. Yeah. I always appreciate a band putting the effort in. They were great that night. That I was awesome. That. I love that band and I always have. So yeah. that's my Satin Peaches memory. So the song that I want to put on the mixtape is Well, Well, Well by the Satin Peaches. A little bit of a blast from the past, but it's a song that I do appreciate. From a band I do appreciate, from humans I appreciate. Uh, everything about that whole Detroit group that we became good friends with. I mean, I, I value their friendship, and I will for the rest of my life. It's awesome. Yep. So that's it. We didn't want to take up too much of your time. We just want to remind you that Hell's Half Mile, which will, by the time you hear this, will probably be happening In a few not weeks. the next week. Yeah, the next weekend. So yeah. the end of summer, ring it out with a bang. Yeah. Go to Hell's Half Mile. You can go online and you can find single tickets to single events if that's what you want to do but i would suggest getting a day pass for only twenty dollars and seeing if you like it because that'll get you into all the parties that'll get you into all the films and that'll get you into the music events that take place on that particular day it's worth twenty dollars and if you i probably shouldn't be putting this on the air but if you end up showing up to one of the parties you'll, you'll get to eat and drink for free <laughs> <laughs> Which bring it in? There's nothing wrong with that. No. Yeah. So, but mostly we just wanted, obviously, to let you know that the Hell's Half Mile Film and Music Festival is happening. But we just kind of wanted to give you a little sonic taste of what there was to be had. Yeah. In a few weekends. What there is to behold. Yeah. What there was to have. Yeah. And if you're hearing this after this weekend in September, then what you missed. Yeah. And just look forward to next year because it's going to be more of the same. But even if you were listening to it after the fact. Still awesome, still worthy. Dig that shit up, get on your band camp, however you buy your music, and support all of these bands, no matter yeah. whenever you hear this. Yeah, and support the arts in your community because that's what it's all about, right? Exactly, for sure. Right on. Yep. So here we go. Here's the mixtape. Hell's Half Mile. Number 17. Number 17. Yeah.
summer's gonna be wild. Come like September, I can't remember. A lineup is open and wild. They see these green movie and stage in the bands. We bring in filmmakers, musicians, and fans. Most ill in this weekend you ever could have. We clap and we stand and ovation we fail. Why don't you just get your ass to a show? Sit with some folks that you don't even know. Share a cocktail and then offer a toast and then off to Dunlop. We all gonna go after parties. After parties. Hey. Hey, party time. We're all gonna smile. Stumbling for the last half of a mile. Then find us a bed to lay down our heads. Still drunk in the AM and do it again. Let's get to stepping. We ain't yet too old for this shit like Raj was on all these new weapons. We conquered a decade, turned this to 11, got dirty on dust. 17, we be betting. Shit will be better than ever before. So purchase a pass, tell the two in the know. We enrich in the culture community. Grow, we enrich in the culture community. Grow. This is this year's summer mix. HHM curating is to keep them weekend cookouts lit. 17 years, until legit. This is this year's summer mix. HHM curating is to keep them weekend cookouts lit. 17 years, until legit.
the party. Don't touch me, that's nasty. Once caught a rash at the party. Now wear a mask at the party. Try not to judge at the party. Focus one love at the party. Smile and hugs at the party. Ho hum at the party. Go dumb at the party. Need to unplug her the rug at the party. season on the OC. I mean, I can't go. I can't do this. Truth be told, I didn't think you'd make it past security. I'm really sorry. Can't fight fate. special people change how many lives you live is strange where were you while we were getting high slowly walking down the hall faster than a cannonball where were you while we were getting high someday you will find me Why dream the dream 
So that was the mixtape? Yeah, that was the mixtape. All right, so we just, we're not going to take a minute more time. Yeah. Thanks for listening, as always, <laughs> and hope to see you there. To see you there. Jay, I'll see you there. I'll see you there. And then we'll see you there, listeners. <laughs> but if you're a listener, just follow the sound of my voice. If you're local, too. <laughs> I mean, I know we've got dozens and dozens of fans worldwide. We don't expect our six fans in LA to no, come to Bay City. No. But those ones that are somewhere in Michigan, which is a majority, of our listening Still audience follow our voice yeah honestly i can't tell you how many times people have walked into the kitchen and have recognized my voice from Are the podcast no it's Does happened a cool? handful of times like yeah. like I, I knew who you were i could tell by your voice and that's that's pretty cool i'll take it yeah, yeah. we'll take it someone's listening yeah so for you, good or for ill whether they hate me or not yeah there's someone's listening come hang out with us yeah see you sure. there bye bye Sonic contributors to Lightning, Licks Radio Podcasts. Hell's Half Mile Preview Bonus Episode include Brothers Johnson, Holland Dozier Holland, Lee Moses, James Todd Smith, Dano the Inferno, Earth, Wind and Fire, Georgie James, John Fushanti, Rate Tap, Weekend Friends, Letters to Cleo, Kelly Jean Cordwell Band, The Lemonheads Dondo, Lovers, Moonbo, Karate Guns and Tanning, De La Soul, Mogwai, Seth and Jax Anderson, Pascal Aqua, Eddie Logics, Matt Pond, Leslie Sisson, Moving Panoramas, LCD Sound System, James Brown, John Prime, The Minor Birds, George Morris and the Gypsy Chorus, Hand Grenades, Jordan Priest, Mike Keach, Gershwin and Hayward, Charlie Parker, Jay Cole, The Saturn Peaches, excerpts from the American television series, The O.C., Oasis, Park of All, and The Clockers. We return soon with another bonus episode. Seriously, attend Hell's Half Mile. Don't waffle, just fuck go. go. We got the hip-hop, rip-hop, new and old We got the free jazz, punk, rock, disco, gold Garage, psych, dub, and acoustic folk And do you request like, nah, man I think I left that LP at home It's on the shelf in my basement That's where it belongs Sorry, y'all Now don't get me wrong I really do appreciate your input But I don't really need your stinking input Nah, B, I'm just playing Just trying to play too The rule is what I'm saying Why waste your time on a top 40 hit list When you can prep platters like a catering business 
so fresh and high five on my deck Maybe we collaborate and it. that's teamwork, baby You up in no B-side treat With the guts so deep to make your ear holes bleed Dusty groups and forgotten gems Sample sources from way back when You're like, hmm, that sounds familiar Well, it's Osley Bros Now Biggie Cupidella, but it's still ill And it still kills It's a bona fide hope for that For a last to do Just deep fingertips We go from digging in the bins at electric 